1: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. How do I want to put this? Um, Joining me here today is most amazing, Sabrina Wright. And you've heard the conversation she and I have had before. You've heard me talk about what her passion and purpose is in stepping out in the world and looking at a holistic approach. And, you know, a bunch of years back, I didn't quite understand what that meant. I didn't understand, oh, what do you mean, holistic approach? Now I do. It means that every part of who you are, every part of who I am, every part of who she is, every part, that which we can see, that which we can't see, whether it is our spiritual side or energetic side, whatever it's our attitude, which you can't see, all of that is about looking at the whole deal. But when we think about things sometimes, we don't go there, Mm -hmm. especially in understanding anxiety and building resilience through mindfulness. We don't go there. We think oh, I'm just going to get up today. I'm going to go to the office. I'm going to get on. I'm going to get in there. I'm going to get in at five o'clock, six thirty. I'm going to get in. I'm going to yeah, right. Uh, seven o'clock. You're like, oh my gosh, I need a nap. Well, today you're going to hear from her the work that she does, the people she works with, and what it means to look at resilience and emotional balance, or some people call it something else. I call it harmony. I call it consistency but it's not about me, it's about Sabrina. Sabrina, great to have you.
0: Good morning, Dr. Pat, thank you so much. I am so excited to be here today to talk to you and the audience about this particular subject. And um, I, before we get started though, I want to thank everyone who's been reaching out and connecting on Facebook and through my website. We are having some dynamic interchanges and exchanges, and powerful work is being done. Powerful work is being done. And I just want to thank everybody for your uh, your reaching out. I'm honored to be able to have these exchanges with you all.
1: You know, one of the things that I want to do is also kind of echo that for us, um, you, you know, this has really been an incredible time for us uh, in a lot of ways. Some people talk to me about the fact that, well, like, what is it? I mean, why is it you all are doing this through COVID or, I mean, and, and the only thing I can say is we didn't start our vision in COVID. It just happens to be coming to bear
0: mm-hmm. it,
1: parallel to this. Um, and I, too, want to thank all the people, the people that we've emailed and asked, what do you want? What don't you want? How do you want us to deliver video? How do you not want us to deliver video? What do you want to talk about? And today's shows, by the way, programming, both the, you know, what we're doing um, to look at anxiety, but also the focus on what is happening and where is it happening? So let's talk about understanding anxiety for a minute and resilience and emotions because we don't, at least in the corporate world where people spend a lot of their time, we have not allowed these two amazing bedfellows to get together resilience and emotion. And I think that's where resilience has dropped
0: out of the game. How about you? I agree fully. It's, and if we, if we marry them, if we truly combine them together, Our world, our lives are so much more peaceful, so much more productive, and and we do so much more profound things. You know, this weekend uh, we
1: did a lot of repotting, um, cleaned out the porch outside and, um, you know, just gave everything a fresh look, came into the studios, vacuumed everything, wiped everything down, ozonated the production room didn't get to the other rooms, but then came in, just Linda and I just knocked everything out and cleaned up the kitchen. And we looked at each other and we said, huh, don't we find ourselves in an interesting place to do this? And what I realized was that was a physical move, Mm -hmm. but it gave relief to an emotional body. Talk about how those two things work together and how most often we don't understand the stress in the body and what's going on under there. And in fact, sometimes feel hopeless and helpless. At least people don't know how to even get out of bed. That's a, that's a situation.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Our bodies are naturally designed to protect ourselves and to be self-healing. And so part of that is, you've I know you've heard that this, and our audience has heard this a number of times. There's a fight or flight response. Whenever we are uncertain about things, our body has a response to protect. And part of that protection is either to freeze and stop and be still and let any disruption pass us by or to move out of the situation and get away from the stress. Our body also has other physical responses. And what's interesting is that when our amygdala is stimulated and it turns on that fight or flight response, what happens is it also starts to store memories within it and associate to an event or a threat. So when we're uncertain about things in the future, our body responds in a way where we're thinking that we're under attack. Also too our body is amazing and it's it's a machine that's been created that um protects so that means that our muscles are ready to fire and move us forward our heart rate is increased to be able to get us away from any threats that are going on in our lives also too the um, our emotions and our thought processes become overstimulated. We become restless, we fidget, we have anxiety. We're extremely sensitive to things in our environment, but also to touch and to feel. And then our, our, our behaviors are such that we want to avoid any negativity. We want to avoid overstimulation. We want to avoid being attacked. Yeah,
1: uh, I did a little probing um, mm-hmm. a, a, along the way, uh, let me just call it the years. Um, my first interaction to resilience was in running an HR department at the telephone company and working directly for the presidents, the president, the CEO, the vice presidents, and you know the company that, oh, what did they do? Uh, cell phones, caller ID, those people. We don't call them phone companies anymore, We're not quite sure what they are. Um, But this is where resilience came up. The minute they broke up the Bell Company, Mm -hmm. immediately, it was overnight, it was like Judge Green, boom, break them up. That was a scenario that tested every nerve in everyone's body. It was a shock. It was, yeah, we planned it. But is it unlike any other thing that pops up? Now, I want to ask you about this. There is the stress that we have. Some people say there's good stress. I do believe that because the good stress for me is the thing that gets me off the couch, right? It's like, okay, get, put, put the TV down. Uh, yeah, it, and it's that thing that gets me off the couch. But there's a point by which I'm the frog, I'm in the cold water, somebody's cranking it up. Maybe I'm cranking it up. Before you know it, I'm starting to break out in a little frog sweat. Then a little bit later, oopsie, this is really hot now to the point where I can't get out because it's so hot. And I want to talk with you about that because we have an unspoken thing in our country. It's stigmatized. And talking about anxiety and stress has been so stigmatized Mm -hmm. that it doesn't serve people. Now, let me ask you, People work with you so they could talk with you so they could understand their lives. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing that comes up for me, and I would love for you to share and talk about it, is this idea of chronic stress, the nerve system, anxiety, oh, and wait, fear. And can I throw another one in? Because it's one of my all-time favorites. Doubt. See, fear is like, oh, my gosh, I'm afraid. Doubt is like i'm not going to make that decision because i don't know why but i don't believe in myself can you talk to the connection to all of these and the brain
0: it is a magnificent place that we sometimes get stuck in oh my gosh it is uh, the brain okay so when we have fear and doubt what happens is we go through this whirlwind and we're working through scenarios and we're trying to respond to a stimuli and chronic stress and we're trying to make the best decisions possible and yet the only way to make the best decisions is to pull back and to to create a space for yourself where you actually can think when we are in chronic stress we're all reactive. We're not responsive. In that reaction, it's like putting out a fire. So we'll go from this issue to the issue in front to the issue that just now cropped up. And we're not thinking right. We're not thinking clearly. We don't see all of our options that are available. And so all we can handle is what's right in front of us. So it's more reactive than responsive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like this morning, right? Uh, coming in, right? And I, I think I mentioned to you, and our listeners probably don't know much about it, but we've got a lot of cool things going on, a lot of things to plug in, unplug, you know, move around. And when you get to the point, help us out with this. We're plugging a particular cable into a particular piece of technology becomes overwhelming, that should be a little indicator that something is off because it's like, oh, I got the thing in my hand. I'm gonna go boom. And I don't because my brain is telling me something about that that has nothing to do with something I've done a million times.
0: Exactly, and in, in plugging that in, you know that there's only way to pl- one, plug it in, one way. That is true. (laughs) So so, so it really, that is the time to just to take pause. That's an indication that you're right. We're out of balance physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And so it really is an eye opener to say, okay, whoa, wait, what's most important right now, right here." And then everything else I've got to put out of my brain for the moment. And I will pick that up later today.
1: All right. I'm going to ask you a bunch of things because I need to get at this because you got the answers. I got the questions. That's why we make a good team. So let's just go down resilience for a minute because this is the thing that when you don't take a holistic approach to this. Uh, what is the term epic fail and then people don't know why and then they get into a syndrome right it's like oh my god I just bought a new one of those it starts with a p automatic bike and you know you're on there and you're supposed to be biking with the like the biker woman that's on their bike it's and it's, sitting, it's like a, a, a an expensive investment in yourself and it's sitting in front of your beautiful window overlooking Lake Washington you haven't touched it in three months Oh, okay. Raise your hand. I see the hands. Well, I can feel that now. But let's talk about this thing. Here's the, here's the hiccup for me that I ran into in the workplace and even in my coaching practice when people say, do you want to teach me resilience? Here it is. What is resilience? So let's go down the list and then, then let's talk about why this is, is really hard to get at if you don't take a holistic approach. So resilient people are autonomous They have a realistic awareness of self, they are adaptable, they are optimistic, they are pragmatic, oh, I don't know about that one. They are socially connected, they demonstrate self-compassion. So these things are like in the profession that we're in. Then we got our peeps at psychology peeps today, come out and say, oh, let's talk about the seven skills of resilience, you ready for these? Hold on to your seat, are you holding on? And this is the order they give them in. I can't wait till you comment on this. One, cultivate a belief in your ability to cope. Really? Okay, I won't comment. I'm going to let you comment. Two, stay connected with sources of support. The last thing people do when they're feeling depressed. Three, talk about what you're going through. Not on social media, maybe, not so much. Four, be helpful to others. Five, activate positive emotion. Six, cultivate an attitude of survivorship. Seven, seek meaning. Okay. Okay, Okay. your turn. So Where to begin? It's like, wait a minute. Your turn. Those are... I I don't mean to make fun. I just want to get down to the difference between... What gets said over here in the psychological aspect of things? And now let's talk holistically.
0: Go for it. Okay. So, in reality, in reality, until we are calm and at a place of homeostasis and balance, are we able to actually implement those seven steps? In my opinion, if we have not cultivated within ourselves a balance, Of how we take care of ourselves physically so that means exercise that means nutrition that means mindfulness practice so meditation prayer journaling that all addresses our emotional component when our emotions are not reactive and in a whirlwind then we're able to make more solid decisions and cognitively move forward. It's a process. We are are a complete being when all of those components are in order. If any one of them is out of order or unbalanced, it affects the whole of the rest of us. So it really is a matter of self-care and what tools do you have in place to take care of yourself first we talked about this a few episodes before
1: but not in this context no See, now you're bringing a whole new game here right and now, so- now you're going beyond the seahawks being four and oh now you're going to seahawks being like 16 and oh i don't even know how many games they play But you're going to the realm of where we are living in the world today. And that's what people love about you and what you do, right? Right?
0: We we do get down to the nitty gritty and we find what works best for you as an individual so that you show up every single day in front of every single person and opportunity at your best. I heard not too long ago, actually I heard this morning, And this just really struck me and I needed to hear this. God wants you to be successful, right? Oh, yeah. Right? So the thing about it is, how do you go about doing that?
1: Let's talk about it because this is why you and I are even here. Um, Both of us had a guidance system. This next year we're celebrating 11 years. We We didn't celebrate 10. Now, somebody said, how did you know not to celebrate 10? Right, because you usually decide like November or October and you you say, let's do 10 years. I don't know. I'm an 11 number. Uh, Didn't know David was like an 11, 11. Uh, I'm sure Olivia's got some of that, Jessica. But I knew in 19, I didn't want to celebrate this in a 20, I didn't want to do it in a 10 year. I wanted to do it in an 11 year. But let's talk about this because you're here talking to our audience, because something inside of you had a knowing, a guidance system. Something in me had me say yes in the most ridiculous of scenarios and whip out a credit card in 2003. Think about this, 2003 credit card on digital only radio. 2003, there was no
0: there was very market, nothing. Mm-hmm.
1: But how important is that for us? When we're looking at all those resilience bullet points, and they sound so great, and you come up with principle number one, or whatever that is, and you realize, oh my gosh, really? So how do you approach this? How do you help people realize, or what are you seeing? Are people coming to the forefront and saying, I need help? Because you and I know, and and this is a good point, anxiety and fear are not the
0: same. And i don't believe they need the same response what do you think i i agree they're not the same however the body does respond similarly until you engage the mind and how you take a look at it and it's the mind that actually controls the emotions and that really only happens when you're in a safe place with people and work environment when you're in a safe place to be able to work that out. Because most, gosh, it's, it's quite curious how when we are overwhelmed and we don't know where to start first to make a change or a difference or even a decision, where do we begin? Mm-hmm. What happens is we start to shut down because we're on overload. And many times, the, the term that comes to mind for individuals, whether they're hearing it from loved ones or whether they're thinking it themselves, it's like, I must be crazy. Yeah, I, I can't handle this, I'm on overload. I, I'm unable to cope, I'm unable to move forward, I'm unable to, and then what happens is then that critical voice takes over. There's where doubt starts to grow because of that kind of frozen capacity mentally to be able to move forward. Um, and you know, can I
1: ask you before we jump on for a minute? Yeah. There, there is a lot of criticism of people that can I give you a, a short thing and I'd love for you to comment on it? Saturday, I knew, like here we are, really full week, really emotional week in a lot of ways. A lot of great things happening what five new supercomputers for our expansion i mean a lot of really cool things i got a great team of people but i had to make some tough decisions last week by the time saturday came something hit me that said i said to linda okay come on we're going to clean up the deck out here the cement deck we got to cut the flowers off it's time Um, I don't know if the sun's going to come out. I don't know if that smoke but let's get out there let's Clorox the cement or what did we use I don't know what it is, but let's just clean it up and get rid of the, the dirt. And it's and it's the kind of job where you get a bucket. You get a little scrubby thing. And you do one panel at a time. And it's a bit—it's a big space, right? I'm very fortunate where I rent in my friend's house. And it's a great space. And so we get that going. Then Annie comes down and she's like, oh my God, you shouldn't do it. I was going to do it. And I'm like, oh man, we want to do it. So most of the day we did that. And then there was this point where we were done with that. and And, and, and I knew that this was going to be a battle because every time we went to a section, I said, oh, let's just do the next one. Okay, and then we got to the path, which is also cement. I said, let's just keep going. Let's finish the job. Got it done, Linda's exhausted because she's doing most of the work. And I said, how about the little patio over here? Okay, there they go. Then they get done with that. It's like 6.30 at night. And I said, you know, Linda, we're already dirty. Why don't we repot the plants? Now, why intuitively we're outdoors? She hasn't been able to be outdoors. Heart therapy, more than mine, get your hands in the dirt, make things grow. Bring it into the office. So we did that. But I didn't plan to do that, Sabrina. I woke up, and maybe you can help people describe, when they get a hit like that, harm to no one, harm no harm to, but when they get a hit like that, how do we help people take that action to follow that inner voice, even if it makes no sense whatsoever?
0: Really good, good question. For me, and what I have seen in a lot of my clients, is that that voice, that still small voice, that idea, that, <clears throat> that moment of redirect is god inside you right yeah i'm with you on that sister it's about that redirection and it's about that knowing that that's what you need right now right now and that disconnect becomes and that redirection becomes more productive for you in the long run because it's the disruption of the worrying cycle that's going on in the brain and and around you. We don't take heed to that. No. And, And what happens is we are so worked up and there's so much going on inside of us tumultuously. I mean, our innards are churning. Our brain is short circuiting. And really, that still small voice, that thought, that whisper of an idea That's God saying, this is what you need to do. In the long run, it's going to give you space, time, and it's going to give you the opportunity to shut off, right? Change the perspective and it gives you a break. Yeah. Now I
1: got to throw something else in. Uh, Thank you for the CBD oil, by the way.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Thank you so much for that. And it's some powerful stuff. I hope we talk about it when we come back from break but it's on my counter. And so I walk around and I'm like, Linda, open up. And honestly, I don't know what you're, what I'm supposed to do, but I take a dropper, squirt it for her, squirt it for me. The Mm -hmm. other thing is, oh, we're not going to take this. So breakfast, we're going to eat the breakfast. We're going to drink, but let me ask you sleeping well, energy, nutrition, boy, I mean, let's get down to that for a minute. If you are too tired And you want to take a power nap or why do they call it a power nap? I don't even know. But isn't that also a sense of how to take care of oneself to just say, wait a minute. I got in here at six o'clock this morning. I'm sitting in my chair, hooked up a bunch of things. This afternoon, I'm just going to sit there and just watch my little meditation thing. How How do you help people
0: at least do something like that? Oh, I'm I am a routine girl. So it's about having a morning routine, and it's a have, it's having an evening routine, especially a, a routine to prepare for for bed, because how you begin your day sets the tone for the day, and how you end your day preps your night. And at night is when we restore ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have an opportunity to be refreshed and to start the day able to meet everything that comes our way, because we know only very little of what's actually planned. We'll have a calendar, we'll have some appointments, but actually in the grand scheme of things, oh, we have no idea what what the day brings. So it's important to feed and nourish yourself with food, but also with uh, meditative prayer time, also with journal time, and, and how you want to talk to yourself and show up every single day. Yeah. You know, you time. we've talked about that. I have quiet time. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But when we come back, I want to talk about this because we're now talking about what we can do, perhaps to the body. Mm-hmm. Like if we ha- are not able to c- comprehend All of the great steps that emotional intelligence puts out, if we can't even like what? We can't even get there. You help people get to the go to. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to talk about. Now, are, are we going to do CBD today? Because I love I'm telling you, it is like clockwork for me. I don't know if I'm giving myself the right amount. I shouldn't say that on air. But it's very natural. It's like, okay, here we go. Not exactly sure how that worked, how it got me from early in the morning to late o'clock at night, took some water, a lot of water, boom.
0: That's part of the body thing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So CBD is a natural occurring uh, nutrient, right? From hemp plant. And what it does, especially during this time, we're learning so much about how it helps to manage anxiety and also um, the central nervous system. But what it does is it helps with managing inflammation, which cellularly happens when we're not taking care of our bodies or we're not eating well. It also helps with muscle recovery. It helps calm the mind and it also is, um an additive to your sleep routine that really helps your body to rest. Yeah, and rest. you've been given samples away, I think. Yes, absolutely. Okay. and you can go to my website under, um, which is sabrinahiswright.com, and you can get samples there. You'll get two samples that'll be sent to you. Um, and for you and what you're taking, a dropper full is perfect, absolutely perfect. And just as additional information, you can take that an hour before bed, you can take it again once you've gotten up. You can take it during the mid-part of the day. Let's say your your, your calendar explodes. You can take that- at any time and it it does not put you to sleep but what it does is it helps support and nourish your nervous system I love it Uh, look we're going to take
1: a break we're going to talk more about this now because you know for me my healing journey and understanding plant medicine back in 2004 and 5 it was so eye-opening for me Um, and you know what I owe so much to my illness Isn't that weird that I'm saying that? I owe so much to my illness because six months after doing this, I got really sick. It was a mystery disease. I got every test under the sun, but what it did is it redirected my life. I didn't know what I had. They weren't telling me and I went on a journey. I met Dr. Darvish. I'm speaking with you. I would have quit this in 2004, but here we are. When we come back, we're going to talk about mind-body exercises. I got my little exercise thing I brought just for you today. Mind-body exercises to reframe stress and boost resilience. I love this, reframe. Sabrina Wright's here. Short break everybody, we'll be right back.
0: Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares practical tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you learn to live your best life. Live the good life, connecting your physical and spiritual self with Sabrina Wright. Every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationDocRadio.com. Hey, everybody.
1: Welcome back. This is the thing right here because when we're thinking about, wow, anxiety, resilience, What does that mean? Well, that's what Sabrina Wright does. Understanding anxiety, building resilience is a part of what she does. The bottom line with what she does is she's looking at how we become whole. We already are whole, but there's some parts that have forgotten that they are whole. Um, And one of the one in 10 Americans right now, and I think it's higher now, are suffering from some kind of anxiety disorder. Those are the people that actually say, but there are many, many more And it is the thing of our time that here's the thing I'm going to say, and then Sabrina's going to jump in. It is the thing that when you experience it, and let's say you're a family member, it has what you call a spillover effect. It spills over to your 10-year-old, to your 11-year-old, to your spouse, your partner. It spills over. But this is now the end of it because this is where you get help. Today, that's what Sabrina Wright is talking about and and providing in her practice, answer solution and possibilities. Can you give out your website again before we get right into a deep dive about mind body? I don't want to miss that. And then again, mention the CBD, also how they can work with you.
0: Absolutely. So you can go to my website, sabrinaiswright.com. And on that website, I've got uh, some services that I'm providing. Uh, Most importantly, a free 20-minute discussion, discovery session if you'd like, conversation that you can have with me. Also, two free CBD samples so that you can actually try and, and decide if CBD really is A viable option for you to add to your lifestyle. It nourishes and supports the body in a number of different ways, not only um, nervous system-wise, but also physically with uh, fighting inflammation, uh, muscle recovery in all of the movement, heavy lifting that we do, all of that activity. It helps with heart health so many different benefits. And we can talk about that, but I want you to go to the website and I want you to take advantage of the samples. Absolutely. And again, the website is Sabrina is W-R-I-G-H-T.com.
1: Thank Uh, you for all of that. Um, Now look, we're gonna gonna weave this together or you're gonna weave it together, but I wanna go back to those uh, skills and what a resilient person looks like. And the, what was the reason I was chuckling? So let me give you a reason. Because when I was literally coming apart, and I believe me, I've had three times in my life where I was literally coming apart um, at a lot of different levels. Um, when they hit you with cultivate cultivate a belief in your ability to cope, I don't even think most people understand what the word cope is. And coping is not one thing for one person. It is a word. You can Google it. You can look it up. But today, coping for me may be I don't turn on the TV and watch the news 24-7. Now, my profession, I need to. Then it's like stay connected with sources of support. Here's what I want to say, and then I want you to jump in. If they make that first call to you, you're going to be there for them.
0: Absolutely.
1: It's the first call. For all of us, it's the first call. The rest, you'll get help with. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you this and not go through all of these. Your process gets to mindfulness and compassion, Mm self-care, all of the above. Mm -hmm. Talk about mindfulness for people that I believe may think they know what it is, but I think the way you approach it is different.
0: well and what's interesting is that's it's a unique process and it's a process one of the things that you mentioned that the psychology world says is cultivate right yeah well cultivate takes time (laughs) cultivate is an investment and cultivating is by trial and error to find what best suits and works for the individual cultivating doesn't look the same for every individual and and in my process what we do is that we work from the foundation and the basis of you as an individual you are uniquely designed and crafted with gifts and talents and a plan and a purpose for your life. What happens is that we get caught up in our world. We have people speak over our lives and speak into our lives words that linger, words that damage, words that distract and deter us from what our original plan and purpose are. So in that cultivating process, we take a look at what your belief is today, right now, and if you will, there's a certain amount of breaking that down and taking a look at all of the components of what your belief is, how you came to understand it, and what made you create the foundation that you've built your life upon. More times than not, we have become individuals who are way off track because of some words that people have spoken to us or situations that we've been put in and we've had to react, which then creates a trajectory, if you will, or a path that distract us or take us off what our original course is. So mindfulness, we start with regular stress reducing activities to bring you as an individual to a place where you can breathe. And it really does start with breathing exercises. And so I'm a firm believer of diaphragmatic breathing, which in, in the stress process needs to be restored because we aren't breathing deeply, we aren't breathing fully. And so there's tension patterns that develop on the muscles, in the muscles, in between our rib cage. And so we cannot breathe fully. When we don't do that, all of that tension is in our abdominal area, which is where all of our organs sit. All of that tension has a way of squeezing, if you will, the organs so that they're not able to even receive the nutrition that we're providing our body or the water. And if they're not able to receive that, then their function starts to derail. Also too, when there's so much tension down there in your abdominal region and also in your pelvis, there are, uh, it becomes stagnant and your muscles start to turn off because certain muscles are overworking, And that then has a ripple effect in how it shows up in stress patterns and pain patterns in your body. So everything from the center of you has a way of affecting out and up and down. And in our modern world, we've become very sedentary. And so we have compacted our torso, our abdominal region, our hips have started to um, solidify and are limited in their uh, functionality and in their flexibility. Over the weekend, I actually saw some clients that we talked about what their lifestyle is and what their passion is and how that passion has created limitations in their in their body. So then we talk about, let's take a look at what does exercise and movement mean? And exercise and movement is a four-part component. Not only do you need strength training, but you need stretching. Not only do you need flexibility but you need more mobility yes exactly and so what you're doing there with that device i love it because you can use it for your arms but you can also use it for your legs too exactly this little this in the office that thing i'm a firm believer of bands i also am a real uh excited Uh, endorser of the melt method, which deals with removing restrictions in your fascia in a very delicate way that then gives your body the capability of being hydrated and opening up your lymphatic system. I mean, it's just this ripple effect that if you start doing small things for your body, everything that you do for it has a compound effect. And and it's not only the depth and breadth of your life, but it's, it's an amazing um, beginning to a really full, rich, and dynamic life.
1: Yeah, and I want to get back to what you just talked about so that people know. One of the things I learned is, yep, killing a bunch of bugs in my body, drinking stuff, but they're not leaving. And so the pro- what you just talked about is that gentle opening up lymphatic system, moving the skin, right? Yes. That is a must. Not only about that, we're talking about a time where people are longing for touch,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: Yep. And I'm sure that you work with your folks on all of that, but boy, It is one of the most important things that I discovered to my words, unclog stuff.
0: Our body stores trauma. Our body stores emotions. Our body stores thoughts and our bodies store words and judgments from others. And in all of that storage, we become shackled if you will mm-hmm. and unable to operate so what i do when i work with clients is we start we start deep and then expand out yeah we start with your belief system and how you see yourself and work out
1: is isn't that the cognitive behavioral therapy part two or part of it because that is so important yeah. it's the part where a lot of people are not sure Of what they believe. I mean, we're seeing it across the board right now. People are, wow, I thought I believed this, but I don't think I do. And that is a tough place to be, Sabrina, when you're at that point where you know you're off, you know you're in the middle of trying to figure it out, but you can't do it alone.
0: Not at all. And so then it's really important to reach out. A lot of times what I find is that especially on social media and social platforms, is that people do a lot of watching, but they don't do a lot of engagement. And then I see the flip side where people are engaging in a way where they're just dumping their stuff out there and putting their stuff, their challenges, their concerns, out there in the internet again is another opening up for people to uh, speak judgment over you, people to speak words over you that get trapped in your body and you're not really getting real resources and tools. You're getting a bunch of, well, in my opinion, uh, junk.
1: You're getting a bunch of junk because first of all, Folks are in a place where things are almost like a mishmash, where Mm -hmm. it's hard to navigate through whatever that is that you're feeling, whatever it is you might be doing, how you're going about it. And, you know, I, people call me Pollyanna Patty sometimes, but I'll tell you, I do believe in positive reinforcement, Mm -hmm. you know, and I know that there are some people that are fixers. If you say something to them, they've got five solutions for you, whether you want to hear it or not. Sometimes what you need to hear is, you know, boy, I do understand that situation from your perspective. I can't understand it all, but boy, I could feel what you're, a sense of what you're going through, and I want to help you with that. You know, sometimes that's it.
0: Most times that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> And for the long haul, what people need are individuals to walk with them through the figuring it out. And yeah. that's, that's what I provide. And that's what I want for everybody is that they have a safe place to come and say, you know what? I don't know if I really screwed this up or what, but I'm feeling and experiencing this. What's your perspective on this? Here are all the details. This is how it's all set up. I'm not looking for you to fix it. I'm not, I just want, I want your perspective because number one, I trust you as an individual because of who you are, how you live your life. You know, these are things that people are looking for and that I wanna be able to do as well with my life as the examples that you provide, as family members provide that seem to have it all together. The thing is, that's what we need. We don't need a cookie cutter response. We don't need a script written for medication. We don't need a white jacket and a solitary room that's not what we need we need love and compassion we need a space of of peace we need a space that's safe to work things out yeah without judgment and without criticism
1: yeah i mean that's the body of work that you've said yes to in this lifetime absolutely Um, I want to take a minute uh, and I want to make sure folks want know how they find out more about you, but also how to work with you. Uh, Also, what you're doing with CBD. I think there's a way for that. It is powerful. There's no question about it for me. Uh, It took a while for us to even be able to get to say CBD on air. Uh, You know, it's Mm -hmm. it's a whole new game now. Um, And please, again, phone numbers, anything you want to give people. To connect with you today
0: okay so you can go to my website sabrina is w-r-i-g-h-t.com you can also on social media get me on my public figure page sabrina a right w-r-i-g-h-t you can connect with me on my business page the right balance uh i'm on I'm on LinkedIn. I'm, I mean, I'm all over yeah. the place. All of those connections are also listed on my website. Uh, most importantly just reach out. Let's, let's have a conversation. Yeah,
1: I, I, first of all, I want to thank you for creating a new script and a new narrative on what holistic means in the, the world we're living in today. Uh, this has been a body of work for you for most of your life. You've been helping people both physically, uh, and emotionally, and as well as cognitively. I mean, this is not like you had to figure out how to help people. You know how to help people. And the situation has shown up where people need help. Uh, Sabrina, uh, Sabrina is right, W-R-I-G-H-T.com. Check it out. Um, again, more there on cognitive behavioral therapy work cognitive. Yep, it's all about the mind. There's so many things we don't know, but there are things we do know now. And then, Sabrina, you talked about the idea of self-care, and there are many ways that people can engage in that with you. Um, I want to ask you this. Look, we talked about a lot today. I would love to know what you want to leave us with, what your personal message is for today.
0: Wow, uh, that's, that's a good one. First of all, you're not crazy, Okay, and number two is that you're not expected to know and do it all, right? Yeah. Do your part, live and operate in a way that you're living your true authentic self, and ultimately, it's not about doing everything, it's about being you.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. so, reach out, let's have a conversation, and I want you to share you with me. I love it. Sabrina,
1: right, everybody. Again, uh, go to the website. Sabrina is right with the W R I G H T. Lots of information there, um, especially about the CBD sample, how to work with Sabrina much information about what we've talked about today and much more coming on our next show. Sabrina, thank you so much for everything.
0: Thank you, Dr. Pat. It is always a joy to be here. I got to tell you, the stuff we
1: talked about today and in, even in an hour show, there's, it's so much more. And you're bringing your experience, strength and hope to people and the folks you work with. And thank you so much for engaging people on Facebook. Because uh, or social media, period, because that is the way that people can reach out and talk about things with someone like you, someone safe. So thank you for stepping up into that digital world. Okay,
0: righty. have a great week.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Hey, everybody, I want to thank you so much for tuning us in and turning us on. And when you go to Google Resilience, you'll see everything we've talked about. Here's what I want to say to all of you about it. There's a step before all of that, at least one or two. And Sabrina just talked about it. You know, this is not the journey you take alone. It's hard to pick up that phone. I know, I'm a like, do it myself kind of gal. Pick up the phone. I have five coaches. I have to pick up the phone. I do my best. But what Sabrina talked about today to really touch on every aspect of who you are, including spirit. All of it can become more than you can possibly imagine. Thanks to Sabrina. Thanks to her work. We'll see you next time.